Anthony on Air Podcast. We're back for another episode. Thank you guys for watching and listening, wherever you're watching and listening from. We've got another Ghislaine Maxwell associate missing, if you can believe this. Frankie C's been missing, but he's back. So is JSAP. She's here as well. How you guys doing? Great. How about you? Doing okay. <laughs> Plus, we'll talk about Chewgate towards the end of the podcast. <laughs> Also, Blockbuster Video has been turned into an Airbnb, so we'll get into that. We've got some fun stuff at the end, but let's get into the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff in the beginning. So these photos have just been obtained of Ghislaine Maxwell and a friend, Jean-Luc Brunel. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, there he is there with Ghislaine. And um, the the post is kind of pushing this off like they're these bombshell photos and... They're just kind of pictures of this guy on the island. You know, there's nothing too crazy about these photographs. There's nothing like it's incriminating. There's nothing incriminating. The guy is just there, which is, again, incriminating enough for some, but not in a court of law. Um, but I think the amazing part about it is you get to the end of this article. And as it turns out, this guy has, quote, vanished right after Epstein's suicide itself. They don't know where he is. Recent reports say he's hiding out anywhere from South America to back in France. He has denied any wrong. Yeah, he has denied any wrongdoing. And uh, Brunel's lawyer has insisted his client is not in hiding. Oh, so he's in touch with his lawyer. He's in touch with his lawyer. He's not dead. He's not dead, but they don't know where he is. And it's so it's problematic because, again, he was seen on the island and he was there at that time. And so he could probably provide a bunch of information on, you know, what went on or back up Virginia or any of the other girls stories. And he's not showing up, which begs the question. You know, if you're not there to help, then you were basically part of the problem, no? I would think so, but uh, this guy is, he's gone. I can't get a hold of him, but he's communicating somehow. I mean, how is that allowed? If if you're part of this case, you should be brought in, right? Yeah, I mean, I would guess so, but uh, but I don't know when his lawyer said whatever he said. It could have been back in 2007, you know, oh, okay. it, it, it could have been before, you know, he vanished. I mean, you know, it could have been. He could be dead, I guess. Uh, now that I think about it, yeah, if this was his lawyer communicating a while ago, he could be, but I, I tend to think he's not. Yeah, they got to they dig up that island, man. A lot of people saying that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that island is either that's got to be excavated. It's got to go. What's a bad place? Again, I feel like we need to bring in like a creepy meter, a creepy meter or something. Uh, This guy, he ran a modeling agency. There you go. There it is. Right. Uh, Like there, like you're just like, oh, okay, some guy. No, he ran a modeling agency. Um. Not Let's a good see start. No. Um, Brunel, who is 74 right now, has not been charged in this case, although he came, he came under investigation in France for sexual harassment last year. He has also been accused of supplying underage girls to Epstein, including three 
12-year-old sisters from France as a Ew. birthday present. So my question is, what, if, he's, if he's in France, they think he's in France as one of the places, why isn't French authorities? Why aren't French authorities? Why aren't the French authorities in on this? I'm sure they are. I'm sure that that work has been put together and in the mix, and I'm sure they're working on it. We may not know about it all yet, but I'm sure they're looking for him. You know, uh, Brunel right, even like allegedly they're, they're a big part of it. Yeah. Brunel even allegedly provided girls for an orgy for Britain's Prince Andrew. Court documents have claimed the royal has denied any wrongdoing in a 2015 affidavit. Well-known Epstein and Maxwell accuser Virginia. People make fun of me for not being able to say her name. Uh, so don't worry about don't don't put it in the comments. I know I can't say it. Uh, she was groomed by Epstein to have relations with Brunel um, and that the modeling agency Honcho offered up her girls to the multimillionaire financier, including the young sisters. Jeffrey bragged that there were 12 year olds flown over from France because they're really poor over there and their parents needed the money. Oh, Brunel, yeah. who ran the MC2 modeling agency in Miami, Florida and Karen models in Paris is credited with discovering supermodels such as Chrissy, Christy Turlington and Angie Everhart. Uh, Epstein helped him finance the MC2, and flight records from the Money Man's private jet show Brunel was on board the plane nicknamed the Lolita Express by Caribbean locals more than 20 times between 1998 and 2005. Okay. Kind of weird going back to our, our last podcast and we'll put a link up in the I don't never know really where it go in the cars. Um, <laughs> um but right here. It goes it. <laughs> it goes back to what we said in the last episode. Remember, Ginny, we were talking about Michael Jackson and the creepy letting their kids sleep over and right. so you hear what he says here, like, oh, the parents are poor and they need the money. Like these guys were like experts at just preying on 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 people that were desperate to make ends meet exactly which is absolutely disgusting i mean uh, i don't care how i mean I, i'm not gonna it's, it's it's disgusting and how how anybody can be in that kind of way how how this person was able to recruit people that are willing to recruit people you know what i mean yeah like how epstein was able to find people that were of similar mind to him that would actually work with him on this. It's, it's all disgusting. about it's money. A mystery to me. Yeah, Janine's got it. It's all about the money. It's crazy. What my, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But but you it look is. at you look at even some of these and again, not to like pick on religious people, but you look at some of these people that support these like uh uh what do they call them? Like the the tent uh you know what do they call them? Like uh uh can't think of the word. Oh, no, man. Steve Martin played it in that in that movie. Remember, like these. Uh, oh, uh, televangelists. Yes. Or Tele yeah, yeah. These guys that are just like you know the guy who blew away COVID and all this you know all this crap. It's like people <laughs> yeah. people funnel money to these guys all the time. It's true. I can't understand, and, I, and I'm not comparing one. What has nothing to do with the next? My point is, is there are people that will just blindly follow and do whatever somebody else says. And I feel like, again, that's such a Cult. foreign that. Yeah. That's such a foreign. Like I, there's a, reason, I know what you're saying. Like, 
why don't why aren't there cults in Brooklyn? Like they don't exist. Do you know what I mean? Like it's always right. down south or out west or in some other part of the world. You don't have cults in Bensonhurst. There's no cults in, you know, in maybe in, there are, and we just don't know about them. Maybe there are, but you know, I I just don't think you can. There's certain people that will are are more gullible for this, and these these sure. Epstein's and Maxwell's they're like predatory it's like they can sniff them out definitely Definitely. yeah that's true but like I just can't understand it go about that just looking for people to help them do this it's like you come across one person that's like no friggin way you think that person would be uh, throwing red flags up and you know how, how many people they approach to do this you feel like one of them would have said, hey, this is uh, not cool. Let's call the authorities. Yeah, no. Uh, you know what? Like, you make a great point, Frank. And of all of these people supposedly involved, you would think you would come across one renegade that would be like, this is nope. not healthy. Absolutely not. You have to stop doing this right now. And, and so far, there hasn't been one. This is the guy, by the way. Look at that creeper. Look at this creeper. He's like skeevy looking, isn't he? Like he's mm-hmm. like kind of like disgusting looking. Creepy. How is it that there was not one person saying no? This is not a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe the loop is smaller than we realize. Maybe there weren't a lot, a ton of people in on this. So maybe it was just a handful. A do- you know, maybe half a dozen people were the ringleaders. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but I think that it's awfully curious that now this guy is missing along with her uh, personal assistant who is missing. Right. They can't find that. Like, how many other people are we going to find out over the course of the next couple of weeks that they just can't find? They fled the, you know. Yeah, not this many people to go missing. It, it has, you know, it's not like uh, when something is going right. People start going, you know, it's like this is for this many people to go missing. There's a lot of wrongdoing going on here. It's it's it's, it's not like uh, everybody's innocent and this is all a waste of time. There's obviously something huge going on here. And that's huge. why people are going missing. Huge. Exactly. So people don't go missing when everything everybody's, you know, an angel and go and doing the right thing. Huge. Yeah, I agree. Huge. Uh, I'm working on my. And this is a new one. He, no, he goes you, in. You got to pretend like you're playing a, uh, an invisible accordion. Accordion. Yeah, but he does this now. Trump go. Trump puts a, puts the hands forward, kind of like on TikTok with that new, that new. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they go like this, and the camera backs up. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. I think there's something about Frank. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. There's something about when you become president where. I think you get a little bit more cartoonish, but at the same time, a lot more people are paying attention to you and watching your every move, and and they start oh, to yeah. develop their things. A I little don't bit think more. there's been, uh, I don't think there's been a recent uh, a president in recent memory that people haven't been able to to mimic or to you know there, there, yeah. there's no boring voiced or characterized pre- uh, pres- president that's been like. Well, nobody could do an impression but, of him. That's just but when boring you look, and ridiculous. When you look back at the last Trump, uh, Obama, Bush, Clinton, 
as you go back, Bush, I feel like the, Reagan. the more, yeah, the more their president, like towards the end, the more impressions come out about them. But I also feel like the more cards, like I feel like they almost start impersonating their own impressions. Oh, yeah, definitely. Towards the end. You know what I mean? Because Obama's spaces, like if you look at his talk and speech pattern, it slowed down drastically towards the end. Like the those Obama breaths, like they took longer and longer towards the end than in the beginning. Well, you know what? If you're doing your job right as the president, you age quickly. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. My favorite thing to do in the world is look at that first day in office photo and then that last day in office photo. They all look it's terrible. dramatically different. Awful. Let's hope uh, Biden remembers to breathe, though. OK. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll take it one day at a time. By the way, <laughs> I rushed. I almost broke my face trying to go to Twitter with the tweet now that everybody has. Um, oh which was congratulations to Maya Rudolph on Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris as vice president. Now it's everywhere. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, I almost busted my face open trying to get to my phone with that tweet when that news came out yesterday. That's it. And you got to ask yourself, is it worth a tweet? To, I mean, how, how, how are we, <laughs> yeah. how are we uh, prioritizing our tweets these days? I mean, come I, on. I don't know, but I still, 2020. I still like that tweet. I'm more excited now about what, what, politics are going to do for my snl skits than i am about what they're going to do mm -hmm. for my personal life 100 so we need a we need a top-notch i mean I, I don't know if there are any big joe biden impersonators out there right um, okay great point great point I, today who's going to do him and he was vice president today there's next to nothing. We don't know it there. We don't know anybody who does a Joe Biden impression. We don't know any sort of kind of his mannerisms, all that stuff. If he were elected president three years in, there would be a billion impressions and he would be impersonating the impressions. Absolutely. The only one I could think of is Colbert. When uh, the debates were going on before uh, uh, they when Joe Biden was chosen. He was doing a lot of Joe Biden impression. He had the sunglasses on. Who Colbert was? He was Colbert, yeah. Um, Woody, I was going to say Woody Allen. Woody Harrelson um, did him on SNL. He was one of the guys That's who did right. Biden. That's but, right. But it was, there was no impression. It was just like, be Woody Harrelson Woody and have Harrelson. white teeth. Yeah, it was no like, there was no, you know, there was no great stuff like this. But he didn't do. It I will be, though. I don't remember Trump doing this before he got into office. I don't think this was a big. How often did you look at him? I mean, he was on The Apprentice. Uh... Yeah, I mean, even on The Apprentice, he would he would put you're the fired. hand out. Yeah, you fired. fired. Yeah, he did that. That's right. You fired. But he didn't do this. Yeah. Do this. It's really fun to do. It's like this is <laughs> like incredibly. Do it, Frank. You know, there should be like, a, you know, those um, those string games. Yes. You do this with. He should just somebody's have gotta, those. Somebody's got to do that should, in there. And as he's going, he's just making new designs, new patterns. Somebody with talent on 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 Instagram will figure that out for sure. We'll that'll see. that'll be that a thing. Be good. That's your assignment, America. <laughs> um. So the attorneys for Ghislaine Maxwell are trying. They filed a. They did a court filing on Monday saying that they've learned of critical new information that impacts. Ghislaine Maxwell's criminal case and a civil case where dozens of documents are expected to be unsealed. Her attorneys have asked for the documents, including depositions, remain sealed for three weeks 
as they work with prosecutors to see if they can share information with the court. The filing did not provide details on what the new information is, saying that Maxwell's attorneys attorneys aren't at liberty to disclose it because it's subject to a court protective order in the criminal case. So again, they are trying desperately to keep whatever this is. I feel like this next court, this next dump is, is gotta be huge, huge. because well, <laughs> they're trying their damnedest be, to keep this one quiet. What was that, Frank? What could it be on that we haven't gotten already? I mean, it's documents, it's, but like we have some names, we have flight records, we have all this stuff. I don't what know. Else Pictures? Pictures, yeah, hard drive. They wouldn't release videos. They, they wouldn't release anything. You know, I don't know. Maybe that. it's maybe it's names people that we don't know yet, like celebrities. You know, could be other people. Could be that, you, Frank, Frank, you have hair in your head in the front. <laughs> could be other What's happening here. The internet oh, is swallowing Frank. Look, the government's trying to silence him. Exactly. Oh God, what's happening in my <laughs> kitchen? Don't talk about Jizz <laughs> Lane. Me. Don't the, talk about Jizz Lane. The podcast people are like, what are they talking uh, about? There we go. Um. So, yeah, I mean, who knows what it could be, but whatever it is, they're trying desperately to keep it under wraps. Subsequently, at the same time, now this one I can't figure out. This one I can't wrap my head around, and this one's going to make the conspiracy theory people. This is Christmas morning for you. Okay. Subsequently, at the same time, her lawyers are trying to get her put in gen pop to go into the prison general population at the Metropolitan Why? Detention Center uh, so that she can, quote, meaningfully participate in her own defense. In a letter obtained by Fox News, it claims that Maxwell has been treated less favorably than a typical pretrial detainee, which they assume is the result of Jeffrey Epstein's apparent suicide attempt in July of 2019. The letter also claims that Maxwell has been subject to suicide watch protocols and that includes being woke up every few hours during the night and being forced to wear special clothing. What does that even mean, special clothing? I don't know. I, I guess I, I was... Probably like uh, to be restrained. I was thinking about that too because I watched the Lifetime uh, documentary on Epstein, the one that they did. It was on last night, I think. And uh, they actually showed a picture of the jail cell a little bit more closely than I had ever seen before. And he had access to a lot of clothes. There was a lot of clothes in there that he used to tie all together and 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 hang himself. So I'm wondering if whatever she's wearing is maybe something that's not that you can't tie up together. Maybe it's like really small or just like slightly covered. I I don't know. I have no idea what it could be. What can't you tie together? I mean, you got all the, you know, you're wearing clothes. I mean, that's, I'm sure she has like a bed sheet or something. Who the hell? Yeah, I was, I was thinking maybe something that, that buttons, something that like buttons together so that no single piece is long enough that you could tie to make it long enough to get around your neck and around. I don't know. I have no, I have no idea, but I will say this being woken up every couple of hours and the other parent in this in this podcast can attest to this is a miserable existence. So I'm kind of happy um, she's going yeah. through that. <laughs> right. So wouldn't it wouldn't it make sense uh, to 
have a jail cell where you can't hang the clothing from anything? I wonder if they do have her in something like that. Maybe they do have her in something where you there's nothing you can't tie on to anything. There's no, you know. Right. Right. Hmm. I mean, have like a, an, I don't know, a, an inflatable mattress or something. So it's not like bars and stuff. And I don't know, just a, some uh, like a, what's it called? Hannibal Lecter type style thing with the glass. Yeah. That's what you I know, said. She should like be that. she should be in glass in Times Square so everybody can keep an eye on her. Everybody exactly. can take shifts. We could all pop into the, you know, the web, uh, the earth cam there and, and take a look and make sure everything is still still on the up and up. There'll be eyes on her right. 24 hours a day if we did that. Right. I feel like that's like putting her in gen pop. I mean, I don't, how long is she going to last? But why are her lawyers asking for her to be put into gen pop? Doesn't is, make any sense. man. Isn't that, that a death sentence? Fishy. Yeah. Isn't that right? Do they want her to get hurt so she gets put someplace lawyer? else? Yeah. You never know. Because did she ask for that or did somebody else ask for that on, on her? Like, does she even know that that was asked for? I don't know. If There's... she has access to any kind of news or any kind of media, she'll know. I don't know. I don't think she is. I mean, if they're if she's on suicide watch and they're and they're keeping her, um, she's separate from everybody else. I don't think she has access to anything. I can't understand why her lawyers would want her exposed. I don't know. Does she have uh, ignorant question? Does she have any family that? Does she have any family? I don't. Sorry, I, don't I broke know. up there. Family that we know of that like would visit her. I don't think she's able to get any visitation rights. It yeah, says no. she, nothing, right? It says she's been in custody for over a month and has been held under uniquely onerous conditions. O n e r o u s. Take a beat. Onerous. Onerous. Uh, the letter read, "She he doesn't even know what onerous is. This guy's an idiot. oh that." This is going to come up, you know that. <laughs> she survived. Which Blondie oh, yeah. certainly doesn't know. <laughs> that was uh, 28 minutes in, I think, or maybe a little less. Just uh, mark that in your comments. Tell um, everybody to tune into that spot. <laughs> she is surveilled 24 hours a day by security cameras that are viewed by both multiple prison guards, many of whom do not appear to be regular MDC personnel. So this is not even your regular local Metropolitan Detention Center guards. It's being viewed by somebody else. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what you need. You need an outside view of the whole thing. These prison guards constantly observe Miss Maxwell and take notes on her activity, including her phone conversations with her defense counsel. The letter read, they claim the conditions in the jail are infringing on Maxwell's Sixth Amendment right to participate in her own defense. The Department of Justice did not immediately respond to an after hours email from Fox News. How does being in general population help her assist in her own defense? I, I don't know. I that guess, doesn't make sense, right? I guess maybe. Unless, God. I was gonna, my guess was going to be because she can't have a, a, a personal conversation with her lawyers. But can't you. What does that have to do with Gen Pop? Can't you request to, yeah, can't you request to have that be done without putting her into Gen don't, Pop? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. Maybe it, maybe it is like media and stuff like that maybe there's tv time and stuff like that 
like she could see what's going on with the trial in the news. I don't know. Yeah, and and again, like, not to set everybody in a tizzy, but like you, it is innocent till proven guilty. You have to treat her yeah. innocent because, and I say that not in defense of her, but I say that because if you do want to see her get what she's got coming to her. You can't let any of these things slide and have her get a loophole in trial and get out that way. Right. You know? So you got to do everything by the letter of the law there. Um, That's true. Let's talk about Blockbuster. I, I love this idea. There's one Blockbuster left, and they're in Bend, Oregon. I guess Janine doesn't want to talk about and Blockbuster video. Janine was offended by the Blockbuster comment. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, there's one too much for her. Yeah, there's too much. There was one. There's one. Uh, she got taken into Gen Pop. We got to take a uh, uh, check on her there. Um, one Blockbuster video. There she is. Welcome back. There's one Blockbuster video in Bend, Oregon. They're all out of business. It's not even technically a blockbuster. It's just a video store that licensed the blockbuster name is what it is. And Good purchase. Yeah. And, but actually, they do really well. And they sell merch. I think they do more uh, revenue in the merch that they sell than they do in actual video sales. But you can still go oh, there right. and rent a DVD for $3.99 or whatever. And you can have yourself uh, like a nice little evening. They're doing this promotion. You need a membership card. You do need a, a, a poorly uh, plastic. Yeah. What do they call Yellow. that? Yellow. Laminated. Laminated. You need a poorly <laughs> laminated membership card to get in. Um, to celebrate their 20th anniversary, if you can believe it, they're celebrating 20 years as a blockbuster video, which means that they opened in the year 2000. In the year 2000. What? No. That's a good move. Which is insane. Really? Yeah, they did. Um, to I sell- miss Blockbuster. I got to be honest with you. I really do. There it is. That's the Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. You could see it on the video if you're listening on the podcast. Um, and they were going to be celebrating their 20-year anniversary, but because of the coronavirus, they've obviously killed all of their celebrations. But they decided to turn the store into an Airbnb so that you can actually stay there for a night. Okay, and I like you would- this idea. You would think this would be a crazy expensive thing, but they've decided to only charge $4 to stay the night, but they're only doing it for three nights in September. And it's only just to basically celebrate, you know, the fact that they've been around for uh, 20 years. They should make this a permanent business model for them. I mean, how many people would want to sleep in a, uh, stay in a blockbuster place? You know, Uh, there's so much nostalgia there. And and they did a killer job. I'm holding it up there to the uh, to the audience watching. They did a killer job making like a bedroom. By the way, that looks like a television show from the 90s set. You got the bedroom. You got the crazy like 90s Saved by the Bellish, you know, sheets on the bed right there. There's like a teal wall on one side. Like teal is such a 90s thing. Like they made I think it. if if these things start springing up all over the place, it'd be it would be successful. It's blockbuster B and Bs. I think that would be great. Blockbuster B and B. That's pretty good. That might be the greatest it's, thing it's, you've it's ever. Uh, that's the greatest thing you've ever said. Really? I mean, that, that it wasn't even my. 
Blockbuster being Blockbuster B&B. Well, the Blockbuster well, that's that what they're doing. Going to be huge. <laughs> huge, huge. Um but I, I would stay at a if I was ever going to Oregon for some reason, I would I would stay at a Blockbuster B&B. Dude, they got Agreed. a beanbag, they got a pull-out couch, they got a huge TV, and notice that the TV is a perfect square. It's not a widescreen TV like for today. Oh. And look, you're right next to the video, so you got that blockbuster smell, the carpet and the candy oh, and the man. popcorn. That's that's what I miss, going there, getting like <laughs> two or three movies, and then waiting online and picking out movie-quality candy. <laughs> the best like the giant like twizzler pack and like junior mints the best i'm not one for like uh you know back in my day but and i love the technology and i love streaming anything i want right like this but there was something great about rolling on into that blockbuster and picking up a huge bucket of popcorn and the twizzlers and that smell yep. and used to just roll it would take like a half hour 45 minutes back in the day when we had time and you would just go, I don't know what I want to watch. And you'd pick based on the, the cover and people's suggestions. And, and there's true. new releases. And then and new releases. To, yes. Yeah. Oh. What were you going to um, say? Down the, look I'm at this horror movie from the, from the 80s. <laughs> I used to rent those, Frank. I'm sure we all went to the same one. Uh, on Cross Bay? That's Probably. right. Yeah. Do you remember? Yep. I'm not going to name his name. But a very weird kid worked there. And he always used to wear really tight pants. His blockbuster video, everybody who worked there was weird who wore tight <laughs> pants. My brother worked there. Exactly. I'll, I'll tell you his name after we, we get off. Okay. Millhouse worked you, there. No, I know, but not him. Someone okay. else. I remember um, when Blockbuster switched to the, they guarantee the new movie is going to be there. Do you remember that? Yes. And you walked yes, in and there were like 90 copies of the new movie. <laughs> it was just a wall of one movie. And you were like, oh, my God. You just felt so powerful. It's the dumbest thing ever. But you were just like, yes. <laughs> I, will not, I will not be denied this film. What a great experience. Then they had some posters and stuff. And there was a video. There was video Game games. Up. Yeah. There was never a display in that friggin' store that I did not want to take home and put in my right? bedroom. They're the coolest displays That's ever. True. And remember, and it was like some the trailers running on the TVs. The trailers on the TVs, but it was a thing. Remember, it was like a thing where you couldn't you couldn't buy them. They had to destroy them. It was some like weird thing. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, but I think I think in the blockbuster we we frequented, which was a neighborhood not with a lot of standards. Uh, I think you could like ask for it and they would they would kind of give it to you because they didn't really definitely care. you have yeah, to give the guy behind the counter a little something some yeah but yeah you got you it give a little something and they'd put your name on the back I think and then you come pick it up when it was time to get rid of it that kind right. of I like drop uh, dropping off movies and you throw it in the shoot and you hear it <laughs> smack into everything else that was a big thing yeah that was a big thing oh, but do you also remember and I'm sure everybody can relate to this in their neighborhood that had a blockbuster video um you got the blockbuster video and it was killer, but then there were those, and I was part of this crew for a little while that stuck onto and held around to the independent local video store that you had in your neighborhood. 
Remember? And like there was like a little while there where you're like, I'm not going to Blockbuster because I'm going to be loyal to my local independent place. <laughs> and that was Cross Bay Video for for me at least. That's the oh, one that yeah. I went to. Cross Bay Video. I forgot about that place too. Yeah. Wow. And they had those awful red racks. It was like the whole place was just wire racks that were red. Yeah. That but those places you go to when Blockbuster doesn't have something, you go. Let me see Cross Bay Video have it. Yeah. Let me see if they have it. Yeah, because you held on to your membership because it was what like four dollars a year or whatever it was. It didn't right. really matter. Whatever. Yeah. Those are good times. Hey, my father owned a, a little video store in Brooklyn. Did he? Did he really? Yeah, it was called Pick a Flick. Wow. I didn't know this. Yeah. I, I it's called Flick a Kit? <laughs> what? Pick a dick. Pay attention, Janine. Go ahead. You were saying. Right. It was called Pick a Flick. Uh-huh. He owned it, and this was, Lick my pick. I guess, when I, was, when I was, I don't know, two years old or something. So many, many years ago. Really? And what happened to it? Blockbuster or no, he went out before that. You, don't you know, know, I'm not sure how it, how it, you know, ended. Yeah. Frankie got some stuff. I think he just face. closed it up. I'm not sure exactly if it was like out of business or anything. I don't know. You know what your father should do? He should call somebody in Oregon and see if they want to open up a pick a flick over there. Cause that seems to be their thing. <laughs> pick a flick, man. Over there. Catch your name. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in Oregon, but they they freaking love a good old video. St- Again, I love a video store, too. Uh, would I love to go back to those days? I would. But if you put a Blockbuster video on the corner of my block right now, I'd go on opening day and never go back ever again. <laughs> yeah. I figured that. They have, to, they have to have something else other than renting movies. Like, they have to have T-shirts or... Kind of like a what is it like a FYE or something like that? Mm. Yeah, you know they have to have like uh, movie related memorabilia, you know, selling merchandise stuff like that. They can't just be renting videos. Right. No, they can't. I remember one time I did a uh, I took part in a video game tournament at the local Blockbuster Video. Oh God! Super nerdy. Oh, you giant nerd. Yeah, it's one of those. What was the video game? It was NBA Jam. Yeah, I gotta go. (laughs) Losing Janine's respect (laughs) as we speak. (laughs) Well, I could I could hear the female audience clicking onto the next video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Janine, you gotta go. Do you want to talk about Chewgate? Would you like to make a statement on Chewgate? On our last podcast, like Janine got murdered in the comments for chewing on the on the mic. Go ahead. I am so glad I wasn't a part of that podcast. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it yeah. was one of my spawn <laughs> chewing in my ear. Sure, blame I had your to kid. give her, I had to give her cookies so she wouldn't um, just blabber Girl my fit. ear. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because what people so, should understand is is we're we're all you know. <laughs> I know, but I hate that sound too. I will reach through the screen. <laughs> it will be over. <laughs> no, but Janine's a working mom. You know, uh, I'm a working dad. Frank's a working dad of uh, of a puppy dog. So we're all got. Uh, by the way, your dog never barks during the. Uh, I never, never. Yeah, that's because he's got a muzzle on her too. No. No, no I, I know not. you don't. She she um, over the last few months she just doesn't really bark that much anymore. She uh, she did um, 
what if there's someone outside like delivering a package or something she might but yeah. not really yeah, yeah that i much. bark at that she, too so her energy levels have been down a little bit so she doesn't bark too much <laughs> right Janine barks when the when the UPS guy comes to the door. <laughs> oh god! So yeah, um, so for all you people complaining about the chewing, you are shaming a working mom for the love of right. Pete. How dare you? Also, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I no, were on I the hate... podcast, I would have checked out of it in about two minutes. I would have been done. I would have left. I have a question for you. Yes. Would you rather hear someone chewing or someone clipping their nails? No. Continuously. Ooh, that's a good question. I I blipped out. I didn't hear it. What was it? Clipping your nails. Oh, clipping nails. Someone clipping nails or someone chewing. I'd rather hear clipping nails. Really? That doesn't bother me at all. The, what okay. bothers me about the chewing, and it's a little less now that I know it was uh, your your kid, because it's an obnoxious thing. It's easily controllable. Okay. And it's something that's just obnoxiously invasive, and it's just in your face, and it's like an attention-sucking thing that it's like it's just so obnoxious, and it's like you could control it, but you choose not to, and it's also disgusting. I want to tell you something. People who have heard chew with their mouths open do not realize it. I don't, don't see how. Until you, until you tell them. How They're do like, you not oh, realize? Oh, I was making noise? You're making a, just a symphony no. of, of noises. People don't realize that. How does that not register? You don't hear that? I, no. I, I, I've been in situations where I'm sitting there and someone is chewing like they're walking through a pile of leaves. And I, I'm, I'm sitting there going, how do you not hear this? And how are you not strangling yourself? Yep. So I, I think Janine is right. They don't hear it. They're oblivious. They, they, they weren't raised right. They are oblivious that's to even, it. That's even worse. I mean, raised right or not, it's a sound that should be registering in your ears. No. I mean, unless you have your heart of hearing, it's, it's a noise <laughs> that's in the air that we're all experiencing. How do you not hear? <laughs> all right, Frank. So Janine, Next you time don't... I see you. Granted, granted, I may be a little more sensitive to it. But you probably are because it bothers you so much. It's also a noise. It's also a noise that should be heard. Janine, you don't no, like Frank? people clipping their their nails. You don't like um, that sound. I don't like it, but I only say that because my brother has a problem when people chew with their mouth open. But so where he used to work, someone used to always eat apples every morning. Oh man. And then clip their nails. At work? At work. Oh, yep. <laughs> You're, See? That guy's fired. Uh, how, did, how, off, how long did he work there? A while, yeah. Oh, God. But There's imagine. No oh, I can't I wouldn't have survived there. There's no, no. way I would have I stayed there more than an hour. Right. Be, yep, I'm done. I quit. Bye. <laughs> Get up. I worked at a place where the guy behind me, I was sitting at my desk, guy behind me, sitting at his desk, would chew on a pen, like a big pen, you know, with a blue cap. And, and like have it in his mouth. No, not the sucking on it, but it would clack around his teeth. He would have it in his mouth and that plastic would just through his teeth all day. And it was the most annoying thing. 
Plus, he would have a, a huge cup of ice, and he would chew on the cubes, and it would probably <laughs> friggin' nuts. Look at you! You're getting crazy right now. See, you should be oh, able. But, you should uh, be able to get that out of his mouth with a baseball bat. You should have that right. <laughs> you know what I Is am, that... though. <laughs> I'm a I'm a pen clicker. I'm a that pen doesn't clicker. bother me as much. Oh, like, yeah. It's not yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, it's not gross, okay, but I'll click it. a pen like nobody's business. I mean, it's annoying, but it's not, and it's obnoxious a little bit, you know, if it's like constant, but it's not gross. Yeah. Now, see, at my last job, I got yelled at for doing that. And guess what? I didn't even know I was doing it. So clicking these people chewing, clicking it like a madman <laughs> or madwoman. But uh, I didn't know I was doing it. Until I heard, what, can you please stop See, clicking your pen? Is it that, or you didn't know you were being annoying? Like, you knew you were clicking it, but you didn't know I didn't know I was clicking it. Nope, I didn't know I was clicking it. So, you, okay, you didn't know it was even happening. It's That's like how you, know? you, Frank, you shake your leg. Do you know that you're shaking your leg, or does it just go into your subconscious? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. I, I do that. I do that. That's That's true. Does it annoy everyone? The leg shaking can be annoying sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's not gross though. Only when I'm in the same room with you, but outside of that, <laughs> okay. it's not annoying. Like right now, it's not. Oh, bothering. through this podcast, I'm. Sh I don't know if anybody can detect it, but if like <laughs> you see my shoulders bouncing up and down a little bit, like I'm shaking my leg off the floor through the whole thing. I thought you were just humping your desk. That too. Okay, good. Nothing like a little matinee oh. desk hump. I got to be honest with you. All right, we'll leave it there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great place to leave it. How can people complain about Janine's faces? That's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. I think it's the, the reaction. I just the make dumb faces. I don't even know it. <laughs> the way my screen is configured, Janine takes up literally 50% of my screen. So I get like a, a front row shot of all the, the crazy faces. <laughs> and in person, Frank, you get 100%. Oh, that's Damn nice. right. It yeah. hasn't been for a long time, though. I know. Um, we are slowly rolling out merch, very, very slowly. So you can't really Ooh. see it anywhere right now, but our YouTube channel. If you're on the app, it's up in the corner. And if you're on uh, YouTube on a, a computer, it's down below. So if you want to check out some of our merch, uh, please do so. We'll do a bigger, a bigger to-do once we get the whole thing up and running 100%. But uh, I just wanted to let some people know that right now, uh, not only can you get podcast-related merch, but we did make the... Um, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul t-shirt. So that's that's out there. <laughs> I like it. And we'll flash it up on the screen. Cool. We'll make a bigger deal out of it when it, when we're up and really running. But it's you could actually buy it right now, which is cool. Uh, all right, we'll leave it there. Um, fun to have the three of us together again. That's always the best for me. Uh, AnthonyOnAir.com has all our links and information. And uh, remember to like and subscribe on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, Rate and review if you listen on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your favorite podcast network. We will see you guys the next time.